When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. That door. Uh, appreciate the debate. Cats fans, top five since 2000. Let us know, 043-98-1116. This man will have a, a pretty good indication on deck tonight from 6 o'clock with Jared Waitley, Jared Healy, Jordan Lewis, the best in the business. Um, hello to you, Hutto. Hello, Kano. How are you? I'm good. You've uh, kindly taken your eyes away from the US Open to give us a bit of time this morning. What's happening in the golf? I haven't spoken a lot about that this morning. Yeah, well, it's um, it, there was a slight delay, so it's still going. It's going to go probably for another uh, couple of hours or so uh, with the, the afternoon groups. But uh, Russell Henley, who's sort of a 60, 70 ranked player in the world, not one of the high expectations uh, coming in, the American, he's... He's the leader at four under, and then there's a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of the big names that are just back a couple of shots. So um, Rory McIlroy started pretty well. He's just dropped a shot. He's one under. Uh, big Bryson DeChambeau. It's not quite happening for him. He's one over. John Rahm, who was the pre-tournament favourite, he's one under. Um, so and there's a, there's a couple of really good. Louis Oosthuizen is three under, so he's one shot off the lead through nine holes. So. He's always there or thereabouts in the majors or seems to be. And Richard Bland, who became the oldest player to win in Europe ever, I think in his mm. late 40s, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he's uh, three under through 12. So talk about crazy stories with older sportsmen at the moment. That's one of them. So, uh, But not a lot of joy for the Aussies at the moment, I'm afraid. So uh, no real Australians contending um, just at the moment. But it is early days, so um, it's only in the first round. Good on you, Hutto. Titleist Tour Speed, fastest golf ball in its class. Get the new Titleist Tour Speed or go, get left behind. Let's talk about, um, just quickly, that caller, uh, Bo, um, who oh. asked me to provide the top five since 2000 Cats players. So I've gone Ablett, Scarlett, Selwood, Enright, and I couldn't split Hawkins and Bartell. Um, Stevie J, does he, is he stiff? Oh, I mean, he's stiff, but I tend to agree with you. It's like, who do you replace out of that? Uh. Um and it's like, how do you compare, you know, Corey Enright and mm. uh, Jimmy Bartel? I mean, totally different players. And like, it, it, I mean, I, we, I know I'm, I'm making excuses, but you, you do these exercises. They're great fun. They're great arguments. But <laughs> fair thinking, how do, how do you split them? And, and then it's good. It's great that you've got Tom Hawkins in there because really he's, he's been such an incredibly consistent performer in, in the back half of his career. Now, whether, whether he... If he stopped right now, whether he's mm. in that top five against all those other players, I don't know. But, gee, he's mm. got to be close, doesn't he? He's in the conversation. So let's talk about the footy tonight. Uh, you'll be keeping a close eye on it, clearly. I, I think I think they win tonight, Geelong. I'm not sure what, what the weather at the Cattery is going to be like, but the Western Bulldogs do love that fast style. Flick it around, suits Marvel Stadium. Not sure it completely suits GMHBA. Cats win. Are they the outright premiership favourite? For no, I think Melbourne still deserve to be, and still. I think, uh, yeah, I think I think so. Um, but you know, it's such a great season. 
You can really mount an argument for any of those top sides. And then Richmond, even though they lost the other day, is still a danger. Suddenly, you know, West, those couple of wins for West Coast means you can't write them off if they get all their players back. But look, yeah, Geelong beat the Bulldogs. They'll have to be, they would be close to being at least close to being equal favourites. I agree with that. I, I don't think this is by any, I mean, they, they probably are favourites tonight, but it's a 50 50 game to me. I, I'm really looking forward to both ends of the ground, Kane. Like, you know, we've, we've, we've got those questions on the Bulldogs defenders and you, you would think that Jeremy Cameron and, and Tom Hawkins would ask a bit. But as you said, with the weather being like it is, maybe that helps the Bulldogs a little bit in that regard. I feel like Gary Rowan is going to be so pivotal to what Geelong do from here. You know, now being, getting that third forward, he's getting up the ground and he's racing back. He, you know, he's playing the best footy of his career. So, um, you know, in the broader sense of things, he, he's going to be really important. And then at the other end of the ground, I don't know if you agree, Kane, but I reckon Geelong have looked vulnerable a couple of times against really big forwards. We saw mm. it last week with Charlie Dixon. We saw it with the, not so much the, the weight, but the height of Max King early against the Saints. And even though Henderson and Henry are both having really good years, I think when the, when the opposition forward line is stocked with, with taller players, um, now Josh Bruce is not a superstar, but he, he's certainly a big guy. And Aaron Norton might be a superstar. So mm. I, I reckon that'll be... And, and with Tim English resting there as well, we could see the cat stretch. So you know, both ends are interesting. And then, of course, you've got what happens in the middle of the ground. So oh, look, it's going to be a fantastic game. It's a shame we're not going to have a packed house down there. It will be. I, you know, Reece Stanley's an emergency, so who knows with Chris Scott what he does there. Also, Sean Higgins is you know, supposed to be managed off an eight-day break, but he's been named as an emergency, so there could be some fun and games there. And um, Blixarves is the one that they do have the luxury to play back to alleviate some of that, but he was he was so good with the tactic of Radaglia starting on ball, doing the centre bounces, pushing forward, and then Blixarves doing the ruck. So that's one to keep uh, your eye on. Tonight, um, what did you make of the events at the Tribunal this week? We're a little bit um, sick of talking about it, but clearly it's a a really important night for the AFL. How did you see it? And um, do you share some of the views that the AFL should have outlawed this incident or should in the future? I'm not sure about the future. I I absolutely am sure that David McCash should have got off. I I understand all the arguments, you know, and to be honest, I'm, I'm sick of hearing talking about it as well, but... Yeah, it was fascinating. I covered a lot of tribunal in my early days, Kane. Whenever they brought the biomechanist in, it was like, oh my God, how long is this going to go for? <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm not sure they added a lot to it last night. But I, I absolutely think that um, it was the right decision that they came to. But it, suddenly we're getting asked all these questions that we've never really asked before, have we? About, you know, if you are attacking the ball and you've been through all these arguments, you know, what sort of care and responsibility do you have? But maybe things have changed with just the sheer number of concussions and what we know about things now. So I'm happy for us to have this discussion. I think, it, you know, it has been good from that point of view. But in the middle of the season, and given that, um, you know, uh, that was a different situation, but you know, that, that was allowed uh, basically to pass. Uh, he didn't have a case to answer. Then I don't see how you could have, uh, how David McKay could have been penalised. Mm. Do you expect that players will be nervous doing a similar attack on the footy for the remainder of the season, or do you think that'll come? I, at the I end don't of know. The I mean, year? you would have a better understanding of the player in that moment. I don't mm. think they'll change, and I don't think most. I mean, they'll. Have, you know, you'd be stupid not to have noticed it. But I just think this is a, this is a situation, an exact situation like that, that probably doesn't happen that often. But mm. the broad situation happens all the time, so the players can't can't be hesitating. I don't mean, think they've got to take, they've got to be, you know, understanding of 
what the potential damage they could do to an opponent or even a teammate. But I think they do that anyway. So, look, as I said, happy to have the debate at the end of the year about what the responsibilities are, but I don't think David McKay did anything wrong under the current rules at all. There's uh, some candidates for the most disappointing team of the year. You've watched a lot of footy more than more than most. St Kilda clearly in that conversation. Carlton probably, and then there's you know the teams less to a lesser extent, but the likes of the Gold Coast Suns. Who's disappointed you on expectation the most this year? Uh, well, you've probably named the three candidates, haven't yeah. you? I mean, I think I think St Kilda, um, yeah, all the numbers as well as what we've seen, they're hard to beat. Um, Carlton clearly, so I think St Kilda is the most disappointing, but Carlton, you sort of scratch your head and you. I know a lot of people have still got faith in where they're going and I've sort of I've tried to have that faith, but I've got, I've got my real severe doubts now, I must say. And the Gold Coast, you just sort of go, oh, really? Are we, <laughs> you know? It's just so similar to what we've seen in the past. So you, you probably try and have faith in Stuart Dew and you probably think that next year, might be the year where they can actually make some advances, but he'd be so frustrated with the fact that they haven't haven't really done anything more than they've done previously. And then you've got they've got all the same issues with retaining players, having to play them, paying overs to keep them there. Um, and what do they do? How aggressive are they in the postseason? Do they do they target more players? Mm. They can't target more in Rory Atkins's age group. They've got to go target players in. You know, probably slightly younger than that, or slightly better than that, if they're going to bring if they're going to bring players of experience in, and and we know they're going to then face salary cap issues. So, oh, it, it does really it does really worry me as to where they where they're going as well. But hey, hey, Cam, when you've got 18 teams in the competition and it's so close, every yep. year we're going to have teams that that you know get off to a poor start, can't get things going, have a few injuries, and you think the world is uh, you know. The, the world's fallen in on them. And, and, and the, the real skill is being able to understand whether it's a, a long-term problem or whether it just takes a little bit of a, you know, a fix, um, a reshape in, in one of the areas where you've got to improve your footy club. And that's the skill, isn't it? Really knowing where you are. Absolutely. And take strong leadership to be able to do that. Uh, Hardo, outstanding as always, mate. I look forward to the footy tonight. Hopefully it's a ripper. Yeah, hopefully it will be. And uh, hopefully the catch by a point kick after the siren. Cats by a point. I think they might do it a little bit uh, more comfortably than that. AFL Nation's Anthony Hudson ahead of the huge one tonight. The best call team in the business, Jared Heal. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.